Now we address the Uttara Shatha Nakshatra. In terms of career, jobs, possibilities, talents, abilities and so on. This is a very dominant nakshatra when it comes to career and talents because the heart of Sagittarius and the heart of Capricorn both fall in the same nakshatra. Uttarashada stands for the ultimate victory, the ultimate victory achieved as well as maintained. Purvashada was more about creating that victory. Uttarashada is more about maintaining that victory. It's very easy to have victory about something. To maintain that status of power and leadership is quite something else. So if you have a dominance of Uttarashada Nakshatra in your D1, D10 chart, you need to see this video very carefully. Let's get into it. Hey there beautiful people, welcome to my channel, Light of Elentia, Progressive Astrology, Conscious Astrology, Conscious Co-Creation, where this is all about how do we consciously understand our birth charts, how do we use this ancient science of Vedic Astrology to sort of chart our course in life, in career, relationships, etc. in a conscious way rather than in an unconscious way, living out our karmas. Basically, this is all there is to it. And I will cover things like uh, phases of the moon, new moon, full moon, eclipse predictions also in my own way. My content is best viewed on tablets, on laptop computers, desktops, that kind, because I bring up sort of landscape format of presentation, because it's best viewed as landscape on a big screen so that you can take screenshots and use it as a study material. This is more like a study, astrology, exploration, open exploration, okay? If you like my content, please consider donation on the link below. It'll help me, encourage me to make more for you, better products for you, and it'll help me maintain my little channel on the web, yeah? All the content on this channel is available on these podcasts, which is listed below. You can go through the podcast. It's free for you. You can distribute it. You can understand it and listen to it at your own pace. Okay. Thank you for all your likes, shares and subscribes. Once again, deeply appreciate it. And let's get into the material now. So if you remember, these are the deities which are given in the introduction to the detail chart and how to read it in the first one first video in the playlist you can look it up but just to recap the deities are the archetypes of energies which a person will have which they bring to the profession in the detail chart now mind you these deities or these archetypes are only meant for detail chart not so much for d1 chart okay forget the natal chart for the time being only the shamsha the 10th divisional chart 0 to 3 degrees leadership, 3 to 6 degrees strong work ethic, determined people, 6 to 9 degrees yama, discipline, strong sense of responsibility, 9 to 12 competitive spirit, 12 to 16 excellent communication skills. Other things are mentioned, I'm quickly recapping. 15 to 18 degrees, they are very dynamic and flexible, quickest to adapt. 18 to 21 degrees is more of financial wealth, astute sensitivity, right? Accountants kind of. 21 to 24 degrees is ability to find purpose and meaning in life. This can again, once again, apply to all kinds of professions, mind you. Just because you're in the medical field doesn't mean you're stuck in hospitals or clinics all the time. You might be able to bring a higher meaning like Dr. Hegde in India, right? He's bringing a higher meaning to medical science. 
24 to 27 degrees is intellectual capability and innovative thinking. 27 to 30 degrees is stability and long-lasting success. So mind you, all of these three degrees and 10 divisions in the D10 chart, in the career chart, are very important to consider. So any planet or point in those particular degrees will have a propensity, will have a drive in that particular direction. That's all it means. It will have that quality. Okay. This is very crucial to understand. <coughs> so you should understand this when you are determining the qualities of the planet in a detailed chart. Now let's see Pusha Nakshatra what it brings to the table. Rudra Shaya Nakshatra falls. The first pada falls in the Vargottama of Sagittarius, going from Sagittarius to Sagittarius, as you can say. And the next three padas go from Capricorn, stars Capricorn. So it. Finishes up Sagittarius, moving into Capricorn. Finishing up the ninth house, going into tenth house. Finishing up Dharma and moving into Karma. Ninth house is for Dharma, tenth house is for Karma. So this becomes important in terms of careers and abilities. What is it that it is desiring to achieve? Basically, that's our question here. Let's get into it. Uttarashada, talents and abilities. First off, leadership and administration. Before we get into it, think of Uttarashada as the power of Sun, power of Jupiter, and power of Saturn, all combined in one nakshatra. That shows you what the importance of this nakshatra is. And in this shift, it's going to be more dominant because Pluto is passing through Uttarashada till 2040. So everything is changing in terms of power, leadership. People power, community power—that kind of a thing. That's the shift. You can see my video on shift if you are inclined about that. <clears throat> Leadership and administration—they may excel in administrative and managerial roles. They may thrive as executives, administrators, government officials, team leaders, or in positions that require organizational skills and decision making. You got to watch for planets Sun, Saturn, and Mercury placement in Uttarashada for this. In terms of business and entrepreneurship, they may excel in business ventures. They may thrive as business owners, entrepreneurs, consultants, or in roles that involve strategic planning, business development, and financial management. What are the planets we look for? Sun, Mercury, and Rahu. Because Rahu, along along with Mercury, gives a very sharp, shrewd business mind. Finance and investment. They may excel in finance and investment careers. They may thrive as financial analysts, investment bankers, financial advisors, or in roles that involves analyzing market trends. You know the hedge fund managers kind of thing. Managing portfolio. Someone who is an investment specialist for you, and making sound financial decisions. We all need some finance in our lives, right? Planets to look for: Rahu, Mercury, and Saturn. Finance in this combination becomes really powerful. <clears throat> Law and justice. They may thrive as lawyers, judges, legal advisors, and advocates. Also, we got to go ascendant by ascendant for this. Okay, we'll do that now. Mars, Saturn, and Rahu are the planets to look for. <clears throat> for this, social work and humanitarian causes is another possible career. 
They may excel in social work, humanitarian professions. God knows we need that in the world today. They may thrive as social workers, counselors, activists, volunteers, or in roles that involve making positive impact. For that, you got to look for Saturn, Moon, and Venus. Moon and Venus are the ones who are concerned about others, who give the emotional content required. Saturn gives the discipline and the sort of the karmic aspect that brings into it. I want to do something for others. I want to do something for the society in whichever house it falls, right? House is just the area of life. You've got to remember this. Education and training. They may excel in education and teaching fields. They may thrive as teachers, professors, trainers, mentors, or in roles that involve imparting knowledge and guiding others on their educational journey. Okay, for that, you've got to see planets of Jupiter, Saturn, and Mercury. It's a beautiful nakshatra. It's a very dominant nakshatra in this shift in the period currently we are in because Pluto is passing through Uttarashada in Capricorn at the moment as we do this video and it will continue to do so till 2040. This is the shift we are in. Now let us examine by ascendants. For the Aries ascendant, the first Pada of Uttarashada falls in ninth house, going into 10th house as marked there. So let us see the ascendant nakshatras for Aries become Ashwini, Bharani and Kritika. Ashwini will be more like leadership and administration because they are initiators, great leaders. Ashwini wants to initiate stuff. So leadership and administration comes to mind. Look for planets Sun, Saturn and Mercury in your D10. If it is there as Ashwini nakshatra, you are a great initiator. Bharani, on the other hand, is a guardian, is a slower worker, is concerned about social and humanitarian causes ruled by Yama. So it may be law and justice, it may be social work and humanitarian causes. If you look for planets Mars, Saturn and Jupiter in Uttarashara, especially if it is in the ninth house, it may become something like law and justice both actually even social work and humanitarian causes if there is moon there in the 10th house in Kritika it becomes again more of business and entrepreneurship it becomes more of leadership and administration Kritika is more of a administrative role like an executive mid-level executive government officials team leaders positions that require mid-level execution in management that's for Ashwini Kritika, sorry, Aries Ascendant. For the Taurus Ascendant, Uttarashata falls in the ninth house in the eighth place and in the ninth house Capricorn, right? As you can see, the Sagittarius falls in eighth house, the Capricorn falls in ninth house, just to be clear. So, what happens here? For the Taurus Ascendant, the Nakshatra Ascendants are Kritika, Rohini, and Murakshesha different signatures so that we pay very careful attention to the ascendant nakshatra in D1 and D10. Kritika nakshatra will become more of a leadership and administration so it can look for planets 
sun saturn and mercury coffee needs still to kick in it's very early in the morning never mind so rohini nakshatra on the other hand is more finance and business administration so it interested in finance and money making matters especially if it's in the ninth house right utrasha is in the ninth place as you can see <coughs> becomes a banker investment portfolio that kind of a thing for mrikshisha it's a hunter of knowledge especially in 8th house it may become more about social work and humanitarian causes <clears throat> in 10th house sorry in 9th house in the 10th sign capricorn my mind is getting all mixed up today it will become more of investment and finance okay more like a consultant mrikshisha is more of a consultant role because they are good at advising things they are devgana they are all about higher thinking okay that can become for taurus ascendant for the gemini ascendant now we have 7th house and 8th house right matters of secrecy matters of doing behind the scenes digging out buried stuff and business and partnerships let's look at the ascendant in gemini brigishisha ardra and punarvasu punarvasu can become more like business partnerships in if it's in 7th house for example it can become all about business and entrepreneurship not so much entrepreneurship because 7th house is more of a cooperation with others business partnership house if it's in the 8th house where capricorn is falling now right utrashada there would be very well for the ardra ascendant right ardra nakshatra in gemini loves to dig deep law and justice interpreting and enforcing law comes to mind education and teaching also can be for ardra nakshatra but education and teaching more in terms of science more in terms of teaching in professors colleges universities relating to forensics relating to criminal justice even law and order in this case because ardra is a very deep thinker okay same with mrikshisha same with mrikshisha although ardra and mrikshisha somewhat carry the same intellectual signature there is a slight difference ardra will go on digging deep continuously mrikshisha will go on skimming on the horizontal plane so to speak the mental plane yeah for the cancer ascendant now we have utrashada between the 7th house and the 6th house 6th house well let's go to the ascendant and check punarvasu pushya and ashlesha so for punarvasu it's more like business finance advisor role if it is especially in the 6th house if it's in the 7th house it becomes business partnerships like we talked about earlier for pushya nakshatra it's a teacher pushya is a teacher it's also a social work and humanitarian causes yes pushya is very concerned about that may work in social causes activists counselors volunteers counselors pushya will make excellent counselors so will ashlesha by the way ashlesha might be good in more of law and justice when it comes to 6th house matters 
So when Uttarashada in 6th Sagittarius going into Sagittarius, Ashlesha Ascendant will become very concerned about others. Emotionally concerned, it's Cancer, right? So that could become a good profession. For the Leo Ascendant, Uttarashada falls between 5th house and 6th house. 5th house becomes creative intelligence, 6th house becomes the house of daily work in general. Let's see the ascendants, Magha, Purva, Falguni, Nutra, Falguni. Both Purva, Falguni and Nutra, Falguni would be doing more of earthly professions, so to speak. Finance, administration, business and entrepreneurship, leadership and administration comes to mind. Education and training, of course, education and training comes to mind because it's a fifth house, house of education. If it's a Magha Nakshatra, it definitely becomes leadership, right? Especially if it's in the sixth house or even the fifth house, more of sixth house. Okay. Leadership driven by Dharma, imagine that in this world, right? For Virgo ascendant, it falls between fourth and fifth house. So when Sagittarius falls in the fourth house, it becomes very emotionally attached to the highest form of dharma, social and humanitarian causes comes to mind. In fifth house, it may be education and training. It may also be business and entrepreneurship because fifth house is the house of speculation and gains. Let's see the ascendant. Uttra Falguni will go more into finance and administration. Purva, uh, Purva Falguni, no, sorry, Uttra Falguni is there, Hasta is there, and Chitra is there in the ascendant. Hasta will do more of finance and investments, definitely. It's Virgo, very grounded. Part of Virgo is Hasta. Chitra will be more of creative stuff. In terms of finance and investments, yes. In terms of education and teaching, also, yes, Chitra can do also. Libra Ascendant. We have Chitra, Swati and Vishakha in the Ascendant. But now Uttarashtra falls between 4th and 3rd house as you can see. 3rd house more of skills and abilities. Chitra will do very well in leadership and administration if it's in the 3rd house and 4th house. Swati definitely good for leadership. Okay. Executives, business administrators, administrators, government officials, team leaders, Positions of authority. Swati is individualistic. It needs place to shine. It can also do good in training and education. Professors, lecturers in colleges, that kind of a thing. Vishakha, on the other hand, will be more of business and business administration. Entrepreneurs, that kind of a role. For the Scorpio Ascendant, the secretive one, it falls between second and the third house. Uttarashadana So. Ascendant become for Scorpio, Vishakha, Anuradha and Jeshtha. Jeshtha would probably go into management, so would Vishakha. Okay, leadership management and business administration, both Jeshtha and Anuradha, Jeshtha and Vishakha. Anuradha on the other hand might do more of social work and humanitarian causes because Anuradha is concerned about others. Anuradha is the heart of Scorpio. Okay. Heart of Scorpio is actually concerned about others, although in a very internal kind of way. Now for the Sagittarius Ascendant, <clears throat> the highest form of Sagittarius, which is Uttarashada, falls in the Ascendant itself. 
right? So they will be very dharmic in nature by default. If planets and points are coming there, or if the ascendant is coming in Uttarashala in the first house, right? They may do good as lawyers, legal advisors. They may also work for social or humanitarian causes because that's more Sagittarian in nature. But if it falls in the Capricorn in the second house, Uttarashala, they may do more of finance and administration. Okay, although. In spite of speaking of that, keep in mind that all these talents and abilities show up in doesn't matter which profession they do, the moment it comes in the ascendant. If it comes in the second house, because it's the house of wealth, it may be good for finance and management, finance related stuff, investment advisors, that kind of a role, banking. Not so much banking, but more of strategic planning, more of financial analyzers, market trends, and that kind of a profession. For a Capricorn ascendant, now the dominant part of Uttarashara falls in Capricorn, the major three halves, three padas, and the Sagittarius goes into the 12th house. So, what are the possibilities? Well, all of these professions. If it is Capricorn, it is more grounded. It will do well in law and justice. It will do well in finance administration. It will do in business and entrepreneurship also. <clears throat> you got to keep in mind the Lord of the 10th house, which in Capricorn's case becomes Venus. So look at Venus wherever it's placed. It will do well there in that area. And the remaining planets here also. Okay. In case of Aquarius Ascendant, now it falls between 11th and 12th house. So 11th house again being all about wealth received, social media, social network kind of approach, whatever doing there as career. 12th house on the other hand becomes doing work behind the scenes, social work and humanitarian causes behind the scenes. Let's look at the Ascendant of Aquarius, Dhanishtha, Shatabhisha and Purva Bhadrapada. Okay, Dhanishtha will become more of finance if it is going into the 11th house. Shatabhisha will go more into digging deeper into whatever is going on in the 11th house. Shatabhisha is more abstract, so I think it will do well in social and humanitarian causes because this is a cause of the masses, so to speak. Yes, it'll do well in social justice, thought revolutionaries, doing things for the masses, volunteers, activists, counselors. Shatabhisha will do very well there. So will Purva Bhadrapada actually. Purva Bhadrapada may also go into leadership and administration, like the head of a corporation, CEO, upper level executives. Purva Bhadrapada will be good at that. <coughs> If ascendant is in Puro Bhadrapada and there are more planets and points in Uttarashala, especially of Sun, Saturn and Mercury. Sun, Saturn and Mercury in Uttarashala in the 11th and in Puro Bhadrapada makes for a very revolutionary type leader, more of Steve Jobs kind of material. Okay. Lastly, for the Pisceans. Uttarashtra falls between 11th and 10th house. Now, once it falls in 10th house, especially when the Varputtama of Sagittarius, Sagittarius going into Sagittarius and Namamsha falls, 
becomes a dominant career path because now it is sitting in the 10th house. So look for the placement of Jupiter for Piscean Ascendant, okay? It will become very dominant player and Saturn as well. Jupiter in the house of Sagittarius and Saturn in the house of Saturn because they are the house owners. Let's see the Ascendants. Uttra Bhadrapada. What can they do? They can work for social humanitarian causes, especially if it's going in the 11th house. Revati, it can become more of leadership and administration <clears throat> in the 11th house. Especially with the sun there, they might become topmost post, like CEO or stuff. Purva Bhadrapada, again, once again, the same way. 11th house we already saw. 10th house, it can become more of social and humanitarian causes. Alright, so that wraps up Uttarashada Nakshatra. For now, we shall see more of Uttarashada probably in the heart of the Nakshatra. I'm not sure I've covered it. I'm covering so many things these days. So thank you for watching. If you watched this far, leave your comments. If you find something in Uttarashada in detail, I shall try and get back to you. Take care, be safe.